Hey everybody and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. I am Sal, I'm going to be your host today because I'm talking about the High Republic comics. Um, I like comic books, I like reading comics. Um, so right now is phase two of the High Republic and I have with me another guest who reads comics. I have Alice from Force Toast. Yay, thanks for having me. I haven't done a guest spot in probably years, and I don't know when the last time I did one without Laura was. (laughs) How is it? How is it so far? Does it feel awesome? Are you being treated well by the people in our green room? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is great. Um, Mm -hmm. Apart from my laptop hating on me, I must just be jealous, clearly. They uh, they sent a car (laughs) for you and everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Got the free water bottles. Got yes. the little lightsaber, lifesaver mats. Yeah, Good to go. Winter green. Like a little gold, like for light and life uh, <laughs> on your pillow or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's embroidered. <laughs> Spared no expense. Yes. Awesome. Welcome. Glad to have you. You haven't been on the show before. Um, uh, we talk about Star Wars usually. It's kind of our deal. Okay, I can handle that. So, yeah, I, I right think on. I got it. Yeah, I heard you guys have like a show where you guys were like also talking about Star Wars, and like just a bit. you know, Yellow Jackets, which I'm currently getting into. So, <gasps> Buzz Buzz, welcome to know. the Hive, Citizen Detective. Yeah, five episodes in, ready to rock because yes. they just showed up on like Peacock or whatever. So I'm like, well, I got to get that in. Nice, welcome. But yeah, um, so Force Toast podcast i i find it so like refreshing and fun when like it's really hard to find another like there's there's so many star wars podcasts but then like once you're like oh i want to like look at book podcasts there's like way less comics way less so like it's really cool like i like finding other podcasts that are fun and also cover more things than just the tv shows so i'm just saying i appreciate y'all Oh, thank you. We love reading. Yay. <laughs> and the fate, the High Republic is just so good. The comics are so good. I know we're getting there. It's, but I think yeah. the High Republic is one of the few things that the fandom is like pretty united on being awesome, um, yeah. which you don't see too much nowadays. Yeah. Like, and I think it's also like a good, like, you know, like it's almost like a, you know, like a cover charge. Like, you're kind of like, you know, like, you got to invest some time to get all up and caught up into the High Republic. So, you know, like, people that aren't, that just want to make YouTube videos for nothing about nothing. Like, it's a lot harder to get invested in the High Republic because they have no idea what they're talking about. They're just Oh, like, that's a good point. You know what I mean? They're like, I saw a picture of a rock somewhere. This has got to be lame. And people who read the actual <laughs> thing are like, sir, no disrespect, that rock could take you down. Right? I was just telling my friend the other day, I was like, yo, he was all down on the TV shows. And I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, you've got to read The High Republic, Order Light of the Jedi right now. Somehow they even managed to make like plants has villains work. How? Yeah. Don't know. But it does. I love the idea of just like, like, it's always hard to. Like, I'm, I'm super old school, so I'm, like, from the Legends days, where every bad mm-hmm. guy was, like, a bad guy with a lightsaber. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the enemies of Jedi is evil Jedi or Sith or, you know, like, it's always that. 
So, sure. or or it's another Death Star type machine. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of finding enemies for the Jedi that can be a credible threat, yet, like, not just be a bad Jedi. I really, like, like and respect that. Like, that's why I kind of always respected, like, Thrawn as an enemy. Like, oh, he's just really good at this. Like, he can kind of be a threat to them without just being another dark guy with a Jedi. With Force Lightning or whatever. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I never thought about that. Flash didn't know that yeah. because I'm not uh, up to speed on Legends. Yeah, in Legends, that's what it always was. It was like, oh, these long-lost, like, Sith are here now. Now they have, like, Force Lightning and they're going to, you know, or, oh, no, this is even worse than the Death Star. It's a bigger Death Star. Or it's a Death Star gun that's, like, only the gun <laughs> part of the Death Star that the Hutt's got control <laughs> of somehow. It's pretty rad. It's a rushing, a Russian nesting Death Star. Yeah. Inside exactly. of a Death Star. <laughs> this is a Death Star that blows up a sun and therefore it takes out the whole solar system. Wow. It's like that. Uh, let's see. Maybe to do the math. That is eight times worse. You know. So, like, I really like the idea that plants, like, why are they dangerous? Oh, because you can cut them in half with a lightsaber and then there's two plants. Like, that makes sense to me. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Why are these, like, Nile dangerous? Oh, because, like, they have poison gas that kind of trips you out, and there's a lot of them, and then they also have these creatures that are nightmares. Yes. Chaotic evil. Good times. Uh, Real quick, where can people find you on the interwebs? All right. So I am one half of Force Toast, a Star Wars happy hour podcast. Whoa, whoa, hey toasters. Um, so we are on Twitter and Instagram, Force Toast Pod. Um, I am on Twitter. I don't use it very much, but it is Slaya all day, Slaya with an S. And then my co host, Laura, is out and about a whole lot more than I am. Uh, she's shut up underscore Laura. So we have a lot of fun. I think we use Twitter the most, but we're slowly shifting more Instagram. Um, social media is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's becoming increasingly, uh, nonsense. Cause I'm like, Hey, what's up? Uh, b- blue sky. What y'all, what y'all doing in here? <laughs> it's like just walking into 17 rooms and just being like, by the way, we're here. Anyway, here's a link. Hello. Hey, what's up? <laughs> All right. Later. Checking on y'all tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> Uh, for sure speaking of being chronically online you can check us out at therogerebels.com we have a facebook page go and like it we are at the rogue rebels on instagram tiktok hive now blue sky uh threads everywhere and then rogue rebels fam on twitter because of you know some jerk who's been sitting on it for like 12 years uh yeah that's about it uh lizzie is over on the star wars geek girl podcast Make sure you guys are checking that out because, you know, like the old thing, they've been doing it for like a long time. But, you know, it was like, look, at listen to these two, like, you know, these two like teenage girls talking about Star Wars. But, you know, <laughs> my daughter just turned 21. So. Doesn't wow. Exactly, oh, that, my gosh. Time has flown. Yes. That doesn't exactly like in theory, she can force toast with you. I don't like the idea, but it's possible or, or yeah, legal, yeah, I should yeah, say, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Anyway, let's change the subject real quick. Um, you know, give us five stars on Spotify or everywhere or whatever. Res- review, share, whatever. Do those things. Help spread this podcast. If you like Star Wars comic books and want to hear more talking about the High Republic, I got a High Republic Spotify playlist. Maybe I'll share it. Maybe go check out our playlists. Maybe go check out our socials. 
All kinds of things are happening over there. Pictures of us in cosplay. Because that's how we roll. And Especially it's always now. amazing. Yeah, we're getting excited, <laughs> you know. Uh, as you know, we are a Star Wars Rebels family. And it, you know, I don't know if you've been like keeping up on Star Wars news, but it seems like uh, people are all of a sudden a little bit more interested in Rebels these days. Oh, There's imagine that. Some, some resurgent interest in the little old cartoon. So cool. I'm so happy for y'all. I mean, I can't imagine how pumped yeah. you are. I'm super pumped. I mean, obviously I'm dead, but you know, still rad. <laughs> super rad. The kids pretty jazzed. Uh and also like just seeing like things translate to live action, character like Sabine, Ezra, Hera. I like Hera's jacket a lot. I like Sabine's like little help. like they just dropped a trailer. And I'm yes. over here looking at costume pieces that are like, that's pretty rad. I actually like the, uh, what's her name? Shin Hati, like the dark side girl with bangs. She has a pretty rad. Her haircut yeah. is bomb. But there's like a rad little, her little gray, their little gray and robed, like a dark, like canon dark siders, rarer than you would think, you know? Like if you really go mm-hmm. into canon, you got, you got like Ventress, you got Dooku, you got like everybody in the movies. And then Ventress. And then, like, you know, if you read Shadow of the Sith, you got, uh, I can't remember the girl, name of the girl who wears the mask, but it starts with a K, I'm pretty sure. Um, rad, but I think like. That's one I haven't read. Oh, it's, a, no. it's actually really good. Let me tell you how good this book is. It makes okay. you want to go and rewatch Rise of Skywalker because there's wow. lots of little, like, connective tissue that adds context mm-hmm. to things. In Rise of Skywalker. Huh. Uh, that's my pitch. All right. Um, very well, interesting. I, I have it. I just didn't get around to it because I was. I've had a pretty wild past two years. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Who hasn't? Yeah. yeah true. No. Well, I mean, maybe people who live <laughs> in other countries, it might be a little bit easier. But hey. <laughs> hey. Anyway, uh, let's see. What's going on with you? What do you think? I mean, you're, you're watching trailers. Are you like? Are you? Are you guys pumped for another Star Wars show? Or are you? Um, yeah. Yeah. So we are currently doing a Rebels rewatch because mm-hmm. there has not been much news this summer. And we were like, well, let's just do bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Haven't done those since Clone Wars came back. Nice. Um, so we're doing an episode a season and it's a somewhat abbreviated list. I found, gotcha. I Googled required Rebels episodes and some dude named David has a website where yes. he gave a list. I've listened to this. And episode. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is a good idea. Shout out, David. <laughs> yeah, thanks, D. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> so I know, so, like, yeah, that's been keeping us pretty busy. And we're, you know, we're up to the, or we're getting up to speed with the books, Rise of the Red Blade. I think we can talk about it now. I haven't yeah. finished it, but it is amazing. I have. And I like it a lot. Like, I don't know how you, like, for me, Delilah does not miss. Uh-huh. 100%. Uh, Phasma is amazing. Black Spire is amazing. So mm-hmm. to me, it wasn't a surprise that this book was also really, really good. Uh, I'm actually getting my review together so it can be ready next week because the book comes out, drops next week. And I'm also trying to get my hands on one of those San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Oh, nice. That yeah, I'm excited so to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Good book. Very much enjoyed it. Um, 
Let's see what else we got going on. Phase three. They've dropped a lot of the phase three stuff. I think they're like, what is it? Uh, Eye of Darkness or the first like Del Rey novel. They just released the cover. And I think San Diego is going to have a little more reveals. So hopefully we'll have a lot more on that end. But Yeah, it sounds like it. I watched the High Republic show, uh, Christina mm-hmm. Ariel. I watched her little snippet today and... I was so excited about Buriaga Lives. Bur yes, lives. yes, yes. I was optimistic about it the entire time. I just knew there was no way they'd have to kill him off. And I still think that that Wookiee they show in the Acolyte, like those few little snippets of footage where mm-hmm. there's a Wookiee, I'm, I'm, I've been convinced that's Burry. You think it might be like Jedi Master Burry? Yeah, 100%. What did they say? They had a name for him. I forgot what yeah, they, that but they, yeah, that's true. I mean, they could just be like, psych. <laughs> right. Boom. And Vernestra and Burry. Hat. Come exactly. on. Exactly. Vernestra and Burry. Exactly. And Yariel mm-hmm. Poof. Bring your, like Yariel Poof's in the books, y'all. Yariel Poof, Yaddle. Oh. Um, I think, oh God, what is the guy's name? Master, the like snake kind of dude with four arms and a beard. <laughs> Oh, forgot his name, but he's in one of the books, too. Yeah. Anyway, enough about things that I want to see in the accolade. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Can't wait. <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 I watched Young Jedi Adventures, by the way. I don't know if you took the time to dig into this child's cartoon, but I tried like, look, music, little kids, like the texture on their little lights on their little Jedi robes and stuff. Animation is killer. Nubs. Is adorable. Live action nubs win. Put nubs in the accolade. He is so precious. But I like. I really wanted to watch all of it and really like it. Mm -hmm. But once I got into how long the episodes were, I I just couldn't do it. I thought it was going to be more forces of destiny, like little snippets. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, you could like cut them in half because every episode is like, it's almost like it's two episodes. Yeah. So like, you know, if you wanted to, you could like knock at them out in 10 minutes at a time. But yeah, it is maybe, totally Maybe like, one day I'll try again. For little ones. We had a fun episode <laughs> where we had uh, Eric Strothers and his family, the, the cast of Dinner with the Healers on to talk about it. Yeah. It's like they're like the perfect age group for it. You know what I mean? Um, turns oh. out my kids are way too old. <laughs> like i'm like yoda <laughs> over here my kids are too old to enjoy this uh they watch it though they have fun uh, oh i'll have to keep it on my list yeah. to pick it back up because we're gonna have a lot of uh empty tv time with this writer's strike mm-hmm. yeah. Well. <sighs> yeah pay people just pay them <laughs> billionaires just like get rid of one billion you'll be fine calm down everybody <laughs> anyway uh let's see what else is going on yeah, San Diego Comic-Con's coming up. Ahsoka's coming in like a month. A Rebels rewatch, yeah. you say? What an interesting idea. Maybe stay tuned to our upcoming episodes. But we're not here to talk about Rebels and the awesomeness that is Star Wars Rebels, the best Star Wars ever that has ever existed since the beginning of time. <laughs> we're here to talk about something almost as cool, The High Republic, Phase 2. Comics. Uh... Ten issues, Balance of the Force, and Battle for the Force, if you just pick up, like, the two, you know, collected editions. Uh, 
I'm going to give a quick little like synopsis summary about everything. And then we'll just talk about things we liked, things that were cool. It's by Kevin Scott. The art kind of goes everywhere, but Ario Anandito is back on Andre Brocardo and David Messina do a couple of issues. I've been a big fan of Anandito since like phase one art. Like he's one of my favorite Star Wars comic artists so and kevin scott again is doing a master cool kevin scott things all right so real quick here's how it goes spoilers jedi master vildar mac arrives on jedda meets padawan a very talkative padawan mathea kathley they call her maddie to investigate the theft of force relics on jedda and so like the whole comic book basically takes place on jedda uh like at this time there's the convocation of the force and like all of the different kind of force i mean i don't want to call them force cults but like different force religions tribes whatever you want to call them like not just the jedi the guardians of the wills the you know the uh sorcerers sorcerers of of tund Tund. the falanasi and more that i didn't write down yeah Uh, it was too many for me but um yeah, there was there, a lot. There, there were some cool tie-ins. And a few yeah. of them were kind of callbacks. Like, the Falamassi... The little flies. Oh, yeah, those, those were from, like, are. Charles Soule comics. Yeah. But in uh, the Falamassi, or, like, from Legends days, like, that was supposed to be, like, one of the very first books that, like, touched on Luke's mother that later had to be retconned to not be Luke's mother was, like, a Falamassi oh, no person, you know? They were like, oh, your mother was a Falamassi. This is different. They're not Jedi, but they're so strong in the Force. And then episode one came out and they were like, never mind. It wasn't even really your mom. It was your mom's friend or something, you know, surprise. Cause that's how things <laughs> happened back then. You know? Oh, well, uh, Boba Fett actually learned to be somebody on Concord Dawn. Oh, actually Boba Fett's a clone of Django Fett who was like started the clone wars. It, it was actually Django Fett's friend who is from Concord Dawn. It's fine. <laughs> so it's like they just, they actually confused them because they look so much alike. It's a whole thing. Uh, 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 uh. And Amazing. the path of the open hand is on Jedi making their presence known. Um, people are bad mouthing Jedi. <laughs> like Vildar Mac is unused to the lack of respect that he gets in the streets. Uh, and he ends up chasing down a thief, a selfie thief that like hits him with a dim mock death punch move and kills him for like two pages. Then he comes back. Uh, which is like hilarious and then it turns out that thief is a former guardian of the wills who left the guardians because they were jerks kind of like he was trying to help these people that were like on the streets and the guardians were like no we're supposed to guard the temple it's not even just help people or i guess this isn't really spoilery well we're spoiling it go ahead okay yeah (laughs) it's not even just help people it's help prevent mass children murder yeah like it's <laughs> it's like it's pretty yeah. crazy it's like these little kids that are scamming people that are, you know like very uh, like to compare it to something you've seen in a movie probably like something like solo all these kids live treated badly by the person in charge in this case the person in charge is some big alien with a head full of water a head tank in a water thing i forgot the name of it but there are these kids scamming stealing pickpocketing he chases them down and like loses him and then eventually the like 
kids like i guess the crime thing almost gets found out so like the the, the master crime head guy beats the kids or something like so that they're almost dead to slow down the people chasing him and so he wants to save the kids and they're like we don't you know the other guardians are like no this has nothing to do with the temple our jurisdiction is the temple and he's like dude you guys suck and to be fair they suck yeah that is i mean i took it that the kids were dead and also the gangster dude his name i hope this isn't a typo i think his name is wozo what (laughs) yeah like (laughs) yeah that sounds right to me very star wars Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but i mean it was pretty it was kind of a bummer to see how awful the guardians the wills were because they're like they're like no we don't care about the temple bye i up those kids i've been so fascinated with the guardians of the wills since you know uh rogue one but I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, everything you read about Rogue One, like there is nothing, you know, there's nothing to guard anymore. So they just cause trouble, you know, or whatever. And I've read the Guardians of the Wills books. And anytime the Guardians pop up, I'm like, oh, cool. Guardians of the Wills. They pop up in like a, there's a, a comic series called Galaxy's Edge where it's like Doc Ondar doing heists. And like there's one part where they go to the Guardian, like they, they heist the temple and they steal an artifact or whatever for Doc Ondar. And I'm like, okay, okay the Guardians of the Wills, here's something. And again, I don't really know what's happening and I don't really know what they do. And like the, you know, now we have uh, the Battle of Jeddah, who they're a big part of this comic series. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they're collectors. <laughs> like that's all they do. All the Jedi artifacts, force artifact gets put in this temple and they just guard it. It's just a bunch of Jocasta news. That's, like, that's literally that's what it sounds this. like, right? Yeah, and they're a lot different, too, just like the Jedi were different back then. They're a lot more flashy. Um, Mm -hmm. I wrote a really bad pun in my notes. Okay. (laughs) Well, you can't just serve it up like that. Come on. I know, I know. (laughs) Um, About how everyone's having issues with the Guardians of the Wills being unwilling to accept things. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Well done. Well done. I, I even wrote LOL. (laughs) just so we know now we got it perfect yep Yep. there you go (laughs) and it's like it's so like they're almost the guardians of the wills of this time are like pretty much as bad as the jedi of the prequel era it's like all the well no we guard the temple and that's it like and it's like just so (laughs) whack Um, there aren't any artifacts missing yeah yes huh go (laughs) look there oh there's Mm. an artifact that is missing yeah I yeah. bet that guy stole it. The guy who told you it was stolen? That sounds right. Yep, clearly. Uh, 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 meanwhile, we also have Olivia Zeveron and Matea Kathleen's master, I don't, Liban, Master Liban, mm-hmm. who are. Cat lady. Yes. I forgot. There's a species. Oh, they're a. Uh, s- s- starts with an S. Uh, I promise I'm really good at trivia if it's slow. I, you know, I kind of wonder if Salonian. she was based off of, um, I don't know if you watch Doctor Who, but this has come up in my head a lot recently. Mm-hmm. There's an episode called New New York or something. It's That's where it's set. And there are all these like nurses in a hospital and they're all cat people. They look just like Levon. Um, so I'm like, oh, because, you know, like Boss is a Doctor Who outfit, right? Oh, yeah, like the space suit or whatever. Yeah, like what yeah. if it's a callback? 
That'd be cool. Probably not. Could be. Could be. Tenfold hat reaching. Hey, somebody with an answer, get out to us. You know, back there on the interwebs or wherever, you know. Hit me on Blue Sky. Whovians unite. Yeah. (laughs) Wherever you are. Wherever we all end up when the world burns down. The interworld. Let's see. So, like, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Like, the... Basically, like, once... uh, uh, What's his name? Once the Herald gets there... He tries to go into the convocation of the force and demand that the path should get a seat at the table too. But also everybody needs to stop using the force because the path believes that the force shouldn't be used. And they're like, no. And then he's like, see, see how unfair everyone is. We are laughed and like not allowed to be a part of this thing. And then starts the riot. But part of him starting the riot, which like if you follow Battle of Jeddah, you have like, oh, there's a riot in the streets because stuff is going crazy. And he makes the speech. But here you get a little more context. He's making the speech and they're bringing out the the nameless, the the creature, which is like setting off the force users. And that's like they force users to start attacking the people. And then riot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, and what I yeah. think is super interesting about phase two in general is the amount of content that is required and the ordering is important as well. Um, mm-hmm. Like for phase one, I actually, I realized that I didn't finish either comic run because I got distracted, but I didn't feel like they were super necessary to the story mm-hmm. and, you know, understanding all the the audio drama and the adult and YA books. Right, right. But I mean, I think everything phase two is required really they it's like they all add to the context of whatever the bigger thing is like we like there's only three things there's the mm-hmm. you know the whatever happens in in uh uh convergence yeah well or there's basically the death of the jedi in <laughs> path of deceit convergence then like the battle of Jeddah, and then the battle of dalna and most yep. of this this comic basically takes place all during the battle of Jeddah. But mm-hmm. like if you re- if, like if you just listen to the Battle of Jedi audiobook, you're like, oh, like they broke down the peace talks and like that's it. But then if you read this, you're like, oh, they were breaking down the peace talks and also they were trying to steal force artifacts, you know. Yeah. And test their weapons against the Jedi. And then if you read, you know, Path of Vengeance, you're like, oh, and this is what the mother and her were doing. While all this happens, you know, like you get specifically like more context mm-hmm. for like specific characters, you know. So I, I like that's how I feel it intertwines a little bit more. Like, and I guess cause yeah. the events, there's so few events, like everything happens in like three or four places. Right. Um, and I mean, it really it, it's interesting, too, because I started reading this, this whole comic run mm-hmm. right when I, I think I had started uh path of vengeance and i wasn't very far along and then i thought oh i'm gonna read the comics i'm like oh my gosh this is where all these people are from and then what i appreciated about this comic as well there's that one screen when there's chaos in the street or screen's not the right word but i use my ipad to read these things um panel yes thank you there's the one panel where it's like the mother and then olivia and i texted laura i'm like laura there's something up with this like 
Nice. OMG, it must be her mom or something. Da 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 da. And I guess on the Higher Public show, they had revealed that Olivia and the mother have the same last name or something like that. Like they revealed the Zebron part for the, the, the Olivia. No, yes, Olivia. But I still like I was reading things as they were coming out. And I kept saying, because, like, there were certain parts where they would be like, you know, like the Herald would be like, oh, come on, Alessia, or whatever. And they would say her first name a lot. But, you know, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Like, I did watch all those shows, but I didn't catch it. And I know people were saying that it was released somewhere, but I don't know where it was. Yeah, I don't either. But I was glad that I had seen that in the comic, Mm -hmm. because otherwise, I think otherwise, in Path of Vengeance, it maybe would have felt too abrupt. Gotcha. You know, so like, reading this, it was yeah. already in my head like, oh, there's something weird there. They're both really pretty and have pretty hair, like, and they have pretty names. <laughs> like, I think they're, they're a little something. Yeah. Some sort of a uh, yeah. 23 and me going on. I got that panel and I remember going like, I'm sorry, what is happening? Like, and I remember being like, okay, something's up with this. This is like important, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Until I read the book and it was like, oh, but it was good that I read it in order. Because then when I got to the book part, I was like, yeah, that's right. She did see her. And then it was also during like all the chaos stuff. So there's like so much going on that I couldn't like really like figure it out. So basically, like this is kind of during the riot is happening. And there's a point where like Olivia Jedi, Olivia Zeveron comes to town, like the mother's walking away from the square or the riot. And she sees her and there's like an image of her playing when she's a little kid. And I thought she was having, and it looks like she's having a flashback and she kind of freaks out. And then everybody's like, are you okay? What's going on? And then she's like, "Never mind, we have to get to the statue or whatever. But like something's going on. And I thought like I saw her see her and then I saw her have the flashback, but I couldn't tell. Like I was like, oh, it's because like the nameless thing, they're all freaking out. And for some reason she's freaking out about it being a baby. Like I didn't put it together all the way until the reveal that happens in the book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally so caught good. that and was like, dude, that's that's rad. And then like it feels really good when you go back to it now and you're like, ah, uh, yeah. Um, so Riot, the like the almshouse that the path is kind of set up in gets blown up at one point. The Temple of the oh, Wills yeah. gets blown up. Uh, Vilda, but like they keep blaming this former guardian, the thief, Tay Sirek, who's this very like... Uh, Fifi, he just wants a hug, man. Kind of guy. Yeah, like, and he wants to be Vildar's best friend, and Vildar is like the gruff, I'm a Jedi guy, and like, I don't hug. Um, you know, good times. <laughs> but it's like really funny, like the way that, like, the, 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 they, those three characters, Matea, Vildar, and Tay, all play off each other really, really well. And everybody keeps calling Tay like a piece of crap. They're like, oh, that was that former guardian. He sucks. That's why he's whack. And they're like, well, he seems to be the one who knows that you guys got robbed. Boy, because he probably robbed us. But he's the, why, why would he tell you that you, you know? And then uh, when the almshouse gets blown up, he's like under, Vildar Mac is like under with the survivors, which is like uh, path of the open hand people who are like, no, no, I'm supposed to use the force. And like one of them, you know, the other ones are like, thank you so much for saving us. Do you think you can save us? And like while he's struggling, well, maybe I can like try to climb out. Like, and they oh, sign yeah. up. You can together. do it. You can save yeah, us. You like, can right? Do it. I oh. believe in you. And it's just like, yeah. what are you kidding? They were, it's all like the life of Brian out there. 
you know, it's just all the random people like, oh, we must follow this and follow that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so yeah. much of the like, you know, well, yeah, they're talking a bunch of crap. Why is it? And there's one of the lines that I like, like from the audiobook that I did a few times. Uh, the Herald makes his speech. Well, they're, they're lying to you about the da 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 da. They're not trying to tell you what happened at the Temple of the Wills or whatever. And then there's like two voices that are like, yeah, we deserve to know or something. The lines are in the comic. So when I got to the comic, I was like, oh, that's exactly, yeah. Like, I can hear it in my head from the audiobook because I, like, already heard it in Amazing. the audiobook. So I thought that was really, really funny. I don't know why, but it's a little it's thing so that I clever enjoy. how everything is tied in. Yeah. I just, I love it so much. And like, Phase 2 is so small and, like, it's extra tight-knit. Yeah. Uh, Laura was saying that the thing that she ended up really liking about Phase 2 is that, like, whenever she decides she wants to go back to it it'll be a lot easier to get mm -hmm. through whereas like if i was like oh i should go through phase one 15 books <laughs> like two or three comic series is yeah it's a lot like bigger and grander but um you know i don't know like there's there's some cool stuff so they go they the the guardians of the wills help dig them out they're trying to help the people that are hurt. So they try to hole up in enlightenment, which is this bar that everybody's allowed in. The guy's not very happy that everybody's trying to hide out in his bar, but he also has like energy shields on the bar. They escape during a down a little tunnel where they go to the, the guardian, the last guardian, which is the like statue that's on the ground in rogue one. But at this time it's like the last statue standing. The statue gets blown up. And like Zevaron and uh, the other master, the cat master, are there, Liban. <laughs> and they're like, Liban is like, we have to guard this. And she's like, why? Like, it's blown up. Like, who cares? Like, but what turns out inside the statue is a secret vault of all these like dark side relics. And they blew up the statue because here come the Herald and everybody with their nameless creatures to like try to find that rod that they're looking for the rod of seasons or whatever it is um yeah and i like that we got to see yana row in this yeah. a lot um yeah. i love her character and like i'm sad that i'm guessing we won't see her again um yeah. maybe in that those what are they called twilight stories or whatever oh, that's coming uh, out in tales September. of light maybe, and life yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe in uh, maybe she'll have a story in that. I liked her so much, and it's really cool in this because she's kind of like anti all of the uh, anti being extra, as <laughs> the kids would maybe abbreviate. <laughs> yeah. She's nowadays. subdued. There we go. Awesome. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. She's not. Love she it. doesn't. She doesn't care about her blue sky invite. She's just like, nah, I don't need it. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's, she's really, I like the character a lot and like, especially catching up in like where her stuff goes and path of vengeance. Like that's mm -hmm. something I really, really enjoyed. Um, and also her presence in this comic is really rad. Uh, Zevron gets stabbed by a stolen lightsaber from the Herald. Vildar makes his, Vildar and Tay make their way through secret underground tunnels to the statue where they confront the Herald. But of course, the nameless makes Vildar useless. So Tay doesn't know what to do. And so he starts going through the things and he takes out this, like the glove of something, something and starts like using dark side energy. Yeah. To like destroy all these guys. 
And then, yeah, I think it's yeah. called the Hand of Sybaris. Yeah, Sybaris, Sybaris, I don't Something. know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> he kills the, the creature. And I think when he kills the creature, that's when Vildar Mac is able to, like, wake up and come back to him. And then, like, Tay gets shot or something. So it looks like Tay is going to die. So then Vildar Mac takes the stupid glove and he's like, you know, like the, the panel's rad. He's like, to hell with the force. Because there's, like, he's all creeped out or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, he, uh, like, he went full Thanos. Yeah, so he, just goes, like, he goes full Thanos on the Herald. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Herald lives. Yana escapes. The, they get the rod back. They get their thing back. And uh, that's kind of like the comic book ends where they're like, they catch the Herald. So like they these are the people that caught the Herald. When In all the other books, when you're reading like, oh, the Herald's arrested. It was these fools in their stupid glove. Mm-hmm. That like put that fool down. And I also yeah, thought I mean- uh, earlier, you see this guy, like it's at the end of one, like when the uh, the raiders come like to steal the stuff. There's this like mm-hmm. badass armored person that's the hero like because later he's fighting without a mask and you're like oh that's his arm because i kept being like where's that guy what happened to him and then i'm like yeah oh, that i was, was wondering him. that too that was him with a helmet on <laughs> okay i get it yeah. we also found uh so in like vildar max smackdown um mm-hmm. one of the people with him was shay or with oh, yeah. yana was shay shay ganundra who may or may not have the baby Santeca. Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. what I'm still trying. I mean, that connects to vengeance stuff, but like there's a, there's another comic series that is uh, it's called the nameless terror. It's a little four mini series, four yeah. issues. And it, uh, you know, in path of vengeance when they're escaping planet X and mm-hmm. like, there's two ships left and like, her husband, lover, boyfriend, whatever is in the other one. And yeah. like, you think it gets destroyed. It doesn't get destroyed. The comic <gasps> is about what? what happens to that ship. So like, basically, oh. like, remember, they're like all kind of trying to jump to hyperspace and they can't quite get it. Yeah. That's what happens. It jumps to hyperspace and it crashes somewhere. And there's a whole comic series about it. But oh, I've got to look that up. It's pretty rad. The art is amazing. And like, look, I don't even like the Dark Horse little minis. It's that one and the Quest of the Jedi. It's like a one shot, but the way they do their little minis, I don't know. Like they, it's like a high quality little cover. It's a little bit thicker. The pages are nice and shiny. Dark Horse is like making me feel fancy when I'm reading my, uh, you know, Ooh. like our green room, Alice. They spare no expense. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, everything's monogrammed. Yeah. There you go. Monogrammed yeah. embossed. I mean, I, Gold-plated. I, I think I'm still going to get the collectors collected editions once it comes out. It looks better on my shelf, but these little uh, <laughs> issues one through four feel nice and fancy with the thick covers, oh, paper and stuff. I am going to check those out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's, I can't remember the Shaganandra. I forgot the guy's name, but he, you know, it starts with a G, I think like the father of the potential Mari is uh, in that nice. comic. Uh, but my main thing is after that whole reveal in Path of Vengeance, which one of those people is a Santeca? Like, is it supposed to be her? Because she's the one who's like, oh, it's a family name. Like, but at no yeah. point do they ever say she's a Santeca. They never say anything about that dude being a Santeca. They're like both members of the Path who are just, you know, uh, raiders or whatever for the, you know, doing the like 
doing the thieving and the kind of things that they're doing. So like, yeah, and that could be a really cool yeah. story. But I'm like, when would we get that if we're hopping back 150 years yeah. towards the future? Like, like, we're just never gonna know. <laughs> I kept waiting for it to kind of pop up, like that connection. Uh, there's also another book, the what is it, Quest for Planet X? And mm-hmm. at one point, there's a, like there's a character in that book who is uh, like the brother of one of the main characters, because they're huh. they're the the characters. Their name is Skygraph. So they're the Graf family, right? And then the brother, mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the brother, but Sky keeps talking about, well, okay, my brother's like dating a Santeca. So I kept waiting for that to be like the connection. Oh, is this like how we're going to connect to like the Santecas and Mari? Because I was like waiting for that thread to unfold. But no, it's these weird people over here in the path who all of a sudden is like, I'm going to name my baby Mari. Who are you? Who <laughs> do, do you know a San? Are you a Santeca? Are you a secret Santeca? <laughs> Like, how does this, like, you came out of nowhere. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. Um, And the end of the comic is that, like, hey, we arrested this guy. And don't worry, we're all going to help rebuild Jedha. And, like, (laughs) the guy gets a hug from from Vildar Mac. That (laughs) was so cute. That's that's how I ended my notes. It was very cute. Like, asterisks, hugs, asterisks. No, that's what it is. What does he say? He's like. Hey, we need somebody on the convocation. Like, you know, he's like, well, what do you mean? Like that stuffy people, they don't listen yeah. to anybody. And he's like, well, I think you should be on that. What? I'm not even a guardian yeah. anymore. You know, you need to like tell those stuffy people how it is on the streets or whatever. Me? You know, and then he gets a hug. Yeah, we need a non-force dude. Yeah. It should be you. We need and somebody so chill happy. who knows what's going on and like helps little kids when they're getting beat to death on the streets or whatever's happening over there. Yeah, by dude's name Wozo. <laughs> Wozo. Like... <laughs> Weird little baby elephants. Like who remind me of things from Zootopia or whatever that movie is. Um, yeah. Uh, the comic series is super cool, super rad. The art's great. Um like I said, it mostly sticks on Jetta. I like the characters a lot. Like, especially the way they play off, Vildar is very much like the stoic. Oh, and he also has like this weird past how like this somebody came and like killed his whole village and they were like uh, some, you know, somebody who turned evil from the Sorcerers of Tuned. So when he sees the Sorcerers of Tuned now in the same kind of clothes, he like freaks out like and tries to kill him. And that's like it flashes back to when he was a little kid and all this like. Yeah, I I thought he was really interesting. What's the species? Uh, He's a I was Kifar. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Voss. Quinlan Voss. Just like and, my boy. And then also, I was reading that among them, I guess the psychometry right. is really is, is common. And I don't. Wikipedia could have just said it was common because <laughs> now we have two. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, what if Cal Castus was somehow you know? Like I just started going right. down this complete rabbit hole in my brain he just develops um, a stripe on his face yep yep he never yeah. it just never grew in you yeah, know never grew in. <laughs> no that's how he hid he was like oh, i gotta scrub it off to be like a jedi or whatever uh he actually you uh vildar mac uses it in the comics there's one part where mm-hmm. like i think he's at enlightenment at the bar and tay escapes uh... and he sort of like walks down the street and feels the wall he's like where did he go it's when oh, he walks he up when he wakes up from dying Ah, from yeah, almost go. dying he's from like where's that guy i hate him and maddie's all like yo take it easy you know you're 
like groggy and stuff. Yeah, and they're like healing the him trying to figure out where stuff. he is. <laughs> oh gosh, that was hilarious. Yeah. And then so another ten foil hat thing, the force plant poison ivy lady. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, was she somehow related to the Drangir? Okay. You know, like what if somehow like plants, plant lady, you know? Yeah, fair. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I just my brain was like, oh, but well, what about this? And yeah. What about that? I forgot and what those people this, were called. And... There's another yeah. like good part. It's like I think it's the end of like the first issue, and there's just like a little part where I think it's like Zeveron, like, okay, what's going on with the convocation? And somebody else is like, we are wish to join the convocation. You know, and they're like, no, Darksiders here. And they like treat her like crap. And then she's like, you know what? I don't need to be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, like the Jedi gets there and they're like, look, you guys keep calling her dark side and mean and angry and like a killer. But you guys all have your weapons out, <laughs> you know, and she's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, request withdrawn and like leaves. One of my favorite things in the bar enlightenment, um, well, that Kraydon, Kraydon guy who mm-hmm. runs it. I can't get his voice out of my head from, <laughs> from Battle of Jetta. Yeah. It's so jarring, and you're just like, what? So that's always in my head every time I see him. Mm-hmm. like, Krana? Like, <laughs> but anyway, when they first walk in, and it's like, oh, those are the Twinkle sisters, like yeah. Neil and whatever. And you're like, what? So, like, they have the most feminine names, and it's like the cutesy little names, the Twinkle mm-hmm. sisters. And there's these big, like, hulking Yeah. They're like the bodyguards, Things. and they're these giant, yeah. like, purple, whatever, bodyguards. That, that cracked me up. Yeah, that was, was perfect. just so jarring. See, I think I saw them in the comic first, or I saw a sketch of them or something, because I think I watched, like, you know, like, there was, like, a celebration, like, live stream or something, and then I watched. Yeah. You know? And so it was like, oh, these are the Twinkle Sisters. So, like, when I heard the thing, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know? It was amazing. But, I mean, overall, just when I'm going through my notes on this, the, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's so much action going on. And some of the issues are pretty much just pure action. But there's so much back and forth. And not too much. Like, there's Mm -hmm. really only two or three spaces they're in at any given time. But it is just go, 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 go. It flies by. And like I said, like, it all takes place. This is pretty much the Battle of Jeddah, like, mm-hmm. from the get-go. Like, it starts with the, you know, things start to kick off with the riot, and then it goes all the way to arresting the Herald. Which, like, yeah. if you're, like, reading the other stuff, then you're getting so much more on the other side. You're getting, like, you know, like, we never saw the mother in... Oh, yeah, I guess we did in one panel. Uh, you, We didn't see Marta. We did see the almshouse, and, like, when the almshouse got blown up, we didn't see like them escaping. Like we only saw like the people that they were trying. And then also when they went to go stop the Herald who was stealing the rod. So it was like, like in the bigger picture stuff, it was really about like the artifact and all that kind of thing, which was actually like pretty rad. Um, And like I said, just the characters are like super fun. And like Tay is like this weird, you know, like very like funny English dude energy. Like very yeah, like, he's just like a like elvish an elf. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> full elvish energy thief guy. Yeah, 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 and then we also get the little hint at the end of the uh, the archivist or the guardian. I forgot who it was who's helping the path 
you know, like helps the Herald escape and gets them right. whatever artifacts. Right, right. So I think we see him in the background mm -hmm. unless he's one of the named guys. And I just don't remember because I've got so much yeah. going on in my brain. I got to like remember um, the name now. Cause like they, he's named yeah. in the book and now yeah. I'm like, and they call, but they call him by a species in the book too. And so I got to go back and be like, okay, what's the species looks like? Cause I think they, they were like, he looked like a bird. And if that's who it is, then he's that big bird guy. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hold up the comic. That's him right there. This is him. This is the guy. He was being a jerk to Tay, too. Him. Got him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't trust that guy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was also just so good. I mean, I really think that any everyone should read these before reading Path of Vengeance. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it feels like absolutely required. Yeah. And Especially I, Maddie and Olivia. I wouldn't feel the same way yeah. about them in the book if I hadn't read these. Yeah, I actually talked with uh, Laura about Path of Vengeance. And I think like because she didn't read these comics, I think she was a little less connected to that character, specifically Maddie and Zeveron. Because mm -hmm. she was like, oh, like we didn't really know. It. And I was trying to explain. I was like, well, Maddie's like a main character in the comics. So you do get to know her quite a bit. And Zeveron is like, she's not like a main character, but she's in it a little, you know, you get, she, she gets, you know, enough to understand what's happening. And then that one panel. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I think, I think the strength, like you do get a lot more if you hit everything, but if you're really focused on specific characters, you can like, you know, you could just probably do, you know, Path of, Ven Path of Deceit, this, and then Path of Vengeance. If you're like, want the Yana story or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, and I would throw Battle Jetta in there for good measure. Yeah, you could get that. But I feel like you get those same scenes, but like with a little more context in Path of Vengeance. It's like all the Yana stuff, like most of that's covered over there, except for the Yeah, but like girl. Creighton and Ada. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. Things um, were a little, a little different, but yeah. oh, God, it was so sad seeing that statue get blown down. I love big statues. I just rewatched <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and there's like all of those, you know, scenes where it's like the kings or elf kings of old, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, God, you can't go wrong with a big statue of something like, yeah, like a a big stoic. Statue. guardian type statue yeah i just remember seeing that in like rogue one and being like red and then like now that they were like we're going to you know they at the panel i think they were like the battle of Jeddah, and you're like oh crap that's pretty cool then they incorporated the statue into the story that's pretty rad and also i've been hanging out on Jeddah recently because i'm playing jedi survivor so oh, there's like nice. a lot of cool little you know which also has some high republic touchstones so I'm just, I'm enjoying Ooh. Jedi right now, you know, and I'm very, very happy that like, like, I feel like I finally understand the Guardians of the Wills. I don't like them very much. <laughs> They're pretty oh, no. good fighters, though. Sure, it's cool. Oh, yeah. They were great in Rogue <laughs> yeah. One. Everybody can't we, just, kind of can't we just keep them like that forever? You need people like Tay. You guys kicked him out. That's on you. That's your fault. They're okay with child mm -hmm. slaughter. Yeah. No mm -hmm. big deal. What? They didn't steal anything. It's fine. <laughs> those, those, they're literally cops that protect property. That's what the guardians <laughs> of the wills are. That's why I don't like them. 
<laughs> They're just like museum guards. Yeah, exactly. But like, <laughs> if but they could probably guards, actually catch if people you were if getting shot you. in front of the museum, <laughs> and they were like, no, just lock the door. <laughs> like that's whack. All right. I mean, let's let's just talk. Like you, what you did phase two. Like, how are you? How how's like like we're getting ready to go into phase three. Are you like excited oh. to get back to, like I say back to, but it's like you know the people that we kind of first fell. In, yeah, there you go. That. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. That's better than what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. So I'm super excited. I think I'm I'm not an audiobook person because I like to eye read. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm gonna audiobook the adult novels from mm. Phase One so that I can kind of get a little bit more of a detailed recap. Um, But there's just so much with phase two. It was just picking up. It was really growing on me because the adult books, I wasn't, I wasn't super sold on the first one. It read uh, very YA to me. Yeah. And it was very romantic heavy that I didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. The characters were young and yeah, like characters are young and Mm -hmm. that's what young adult typically is um so i wasn't totally sold on it it was good i really enjoyed it but then the second one i was like oh my gosh yes and then after you know between this comic run and Mm -hmm. the path of vengeance i'm just like no i need more like we have all those (laughs) questions about yana and like what happens in between you know that 150 year gap between phase two and phases one slash three like there's so much up for like debate and left to the imagination that i would read if they wrote books on it so um like i thought like we're like phase two's over like it's pretty much done right so Mm -hmm. i thought we were gonna be like we do have some of these connections but i thought they were gonna be a little clearer or more of them or different ones Mm -hmm. like I still couldn't, I mean, we've talked about this already. Spoilers if you haven't read Phase 2 stuff. Like, I still don't know which one of these rows is related to rows that we know in Phase 2. I'm sorry, Phase 1 slash 3. I still don't know (laughs) what is going on with Mari and which, if her mother or father is a Santeca, and does it even matter at this point? I'm not sure. Or or was Baby adopted at Naboo Orphanage? There you go. Or the thing that even like trips me out more because it's almost like I guess it kind of doesn't matter like whether Marta or Yana is the predecessor to Martian. Right. But then Mm -hmm. like within that, like Marta has the gaze electric, but Yana has the rod. Like so what like (laughs) like it's still like even though I don't know, he inherits things from both of these people that I still don't have a clear answer over like do do you know, like, both both of them? Is that, like, is one your great aunt? Or how does that... I need the Roe family tree, I guess. Yeah, and you know what? Phase three is really long. Like, it's going to go... Yeah. Run, like, two years or something. I think so. Maybe there will be a bunch of, like, short stories that will kind of fill some of that in for us. Yeah, um... They like there's one coming up pretty soon, the Tales from Light and Life that we talked about a little bit earlier. 
I think it drops in September, which is only a month and a half away. But I believe they said that there's going to be stories in there from phase one and two and maybe like mm-hmm. leading into three. I'm not sure. But yeah, I think I th- that's what I've heard, too. Yeah. They've also said that like the, like I think phase three is running a little bit longer, but there's like spacing the releases out. So it's not going to be so because like typically it's been like, all right, like you know wave one and it's like three books that we all have to read at the same you know like light of the jedi plus you know uh what came out into the dark plus you know like three books that we have to read and then the comics are dropping at the same day so i think they're like spacing it out a little more deliberately so we'll actually have time we won't be doing three books at the same time in theory yeah, that's that's fair because I when they all came out at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I even read the first phase one, the first uh, middle reader one where we met yeah. from Astra, and I loved it. It was so good, mm-hmm. but I don't think I curve. finished the other ones. Yes, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. I look forward yeah. to it though every single time. And I, I also, get sad when it's been a while. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And I think if they do that, like, right, and they do, like, what I'm thinking, I think it'll also give us more time to, like, maybe dig into those things that we wouldn't normally. Like, you're like, oh, I skipped, like, a couple of the middles because they probably came out the same time as the adult ones or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe if there's nothing for a couple of months and they drop one of those middle ones, you might be like, I can knock this out in a couple hours. You know, it's got three pictures in there. Um, (laughs) Race to Crash Point Tower is, like, one of those middle grade ones that I was just like, oh, this book is just bananas and wonderful. Because, uh, like, I, I usually, like, go through everything. But, I know uh, I at least started yeah. it. I don't remember if I finished it, but had that, is it Ram or Ram? Yeah, Ram Jamaram. Jamaram. Jam- <laughs> yeah. The it's best Jedi twister. name ever. <laughs> like, good times. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, phase two, like, you were talking about how, like, you, like, you said, you, like, you didn't love, uh, what is it, Convergence. I like Convergence a lot. And it was also, like, in a weird way, a little more romancy than I guess I thought it was going to be. And, like, they had dropped hints about, like, well, like, she's a Jedi and he's a senator's, spoiled senator's son or whatever. Like, so I knew there was yeah. going to be, like, elements. But I didn't expect to really l- love Fontu and Ziri the way that, like, like, all four of those characters I really, really enjoyed and missed until we caught up with them again in Cataclysm. Who almost yeah, did. they I almost said they all grew on me. <laughs> I almost did it. We almost got through a podcast without me saying it, though. Um, but I'll say this for phase two. I feel like it starts off slow, but it finishes mm-hmm. so strong. Like everything oh, yeah. that came out in the last thing, like the comic lines ended strong. The book, like the two final books, Path of Vengeance and Cataclysm, super strong. Um, I read. I really like Daniel Jose Elders. If you listen to other mm-hmm. podcasts, you will hear me and my man crush on him. Um, <laughs> the the Young Jedi Adventures, or sorry, the High Republic Adventures. This, yes. um, his phase two, it's all about Padawan Sav Malagan, which probably means nothing if you didn't read phase one. No, the Jedi I haven't. Adventures. But so basically, I read, right. I read phase, okay, I didn't finish either of the phase one comic runs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. But when I was reading them, and I read a bunch of them, mm-hmm. when I was reading them, I liked the Higher Public Adventures much more than, like, the adult run. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
I loved the first, like phase one. There is like one of the things that really sticks with me from there. I don't know if you got this far into it, but there's a like there's a couple of issues where they go to Nal Hutta, and like they're trying to deal with the huts, like to get their help with the Drenjir or whatever, mm-hmm. and like. You know, like, it's like this weird thing where there it's like two Padawans and a master, but the master is this weird species that lives for a thousand years and he like hibernates for weeks or months at a time. And so like, he goes to sleep on the way. So they land and the master's asleep and they're like, what do we do? Well, I guess you just go and like do the thing. Like, <laughs> and they end up going and like fighting with the huts and getting captured. And there's a part where this dude, he's like, a uh, what is he? He's Nigerian, I think, like the uh, in from the Clone Wars. Like, so he's almost like a cat person a little bit, but a little different. And he's like yeah. in his uh, little prison and he's like thinking back on what his master and this, his master is like that tentacle, that mushroom guy species with lots of tentacles. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot the name of the master, but he's like, oh, you know, he's like, you might wonder why I have so many lightsabers. And Farzala, his Padawan, is like, well, because you got, like, tentacles, so I figure you got, like, one, you know, you you can hold a lot of lightsabers. That makes sense. And he's like, no, you know, these are, these, each of these lightsabers is, like, in honor of my Padawans who have passed on, you know. And his Padawan is like, oh, that's depressing and, like, not great. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not, like... You know, like, I don't, I don't, like, obviously, like, they had, like, I live for so long that I see people become, like, they grow, they realize their full potential, they live a life, and then they're gone. He's like, and I have to really, like, keep those things with me, because I live so much longer than you guys, so I don't get sad when people pass on. I'm really happy that I was able to experience them throughout their life. Like, and he gives this weird explanation about, like, you know, and now they're part of the force and like the force is my ally in all things. So every time I use the force, it's like and I have their life like it's like they're with me all the time. And how can that make me sad? You know, because you shouldn't mm-hmm. fear death. We're all going to die. But it's like how you connect with the force and trust in it that like that our lives mean something. It's like this really dope speech and the art is amazing. And like, you know, the Padawan's locked up in his thing and it's like that where he gets to like use the force and break himself out. And like, you know, he finds inspiration in this weird story about his master and his lightsabers from eight dead people. <laughs> but I love it so much. I feel like that's kind of where I like dipped. Off. I don't know what happened if I just got distracted. And IDW kept so much time delayed. between them. Yeah. Yeah. That was very upsetting to me. Um, yeah. I would just forget. So... In the Phase 2 comics, they follow, uh, there's a girl, her name's Sav Malagan, and she's like an old lady in on Takodana at the temple in Phase 1. Mm-hmm. But like in this one, she's a nice. Padawan, and she like, she thinks being a Jedi is so boring, and she just wants to be a pirate. So she like sneaks out of the temple at night and goes and hangs out at Maz's castle. Amazing. And, like, the comic is rad. Like, Thurm Scissorpush is in it. Dexter Jetster apparently is, like, 500 years old because he's in it. Um, what? Like, there's a lot happening in that comic, and it's amazing. Like, there's a part that's, like, an inspiring part about, like, Thurm Scissorpunch having an existential crisis about, like, trying to live up to the name <laughs> of Thurm Scissorpunch. 
Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, you have to be awesome, dude. Like, you can't, like, am I even worthy to be called Scissor Punch? <laughs> like, oh my god. It's so good. That is um, delightful. And they end up, of course, on Jetta. So, right. like, you know, good times. It's it's a great comic, but of course, I'm very, very biased. I really like, like, the, the way that DJO writes a lot of this stuff. Like, he, he has such, like, a whimsical. Like, there's just, like, a realness and a fun take that he has. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the thing that very first grabbed me in, um, like, in general, he wrote a short story and from a certain point of view, and it was about the stormtrooper that, like, just really likes do-backs. <laughs> and, like, ends up running away with a do-back. Like, oh, but it's, like, a I super, that one. you know, because, like, when you go, like, I, you know, you 40 stories, and I go through it, and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Oh, okay, like, three Stormtrooper stories. You know, like, I kind of go through, and I'm like, oh, that sounds rad. Oh, okay, another pilot. So that was the one where I was like, oh, okay, it's about a Stormtrooper on Maz Eisley, so we'll see how that, but it was so hilarious that I was like, this is funny. Um, And then his, uh, like, in the High Republic Adventures, like, the first issue, he goes, <laughs> like, I think it's when the emergencies are happening and there's like a guy at a station. He's being like, you know, all clear, all clear. And then he's like, hold up. (laughs) Just like that kind of dialogue in a comic Star Wars comic book speaks to me. (laughs) That's like the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, hold up. So he made hold up canon. (laughs) That's good times. So he's real. I respect things like that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. Good times. Phase two wrapped up really solid. I'm looking forward to phase three. I have no idea what's going to happen. I i am so happy that we're going to see more of Buryaga. Yes. Uh, I think everyone like breathed a collective sigh of relief. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, like I'm trying to think of like who I really want to catch up with. And I'm thinking like Keeve. I really like Keeve, but I really like that first comic run as well. Um, Elzar. I, I hope we get more... Vernestra in the adult and young adult books because she was mostly in the middle reader and comics, right? She was, I think she like started in the middle readers and then she came out to like, she was everywhere. She was in the comics a little bit, but she came out, she did one of the YA. I think it's into the out, out of the shadows. Mm, Yeah. You know, I don't think I read, I actually don't think I finished the, whatever one of the last YA books was midnight horizon phase one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't she think was? she was. No, she wasn't in that one. She that was the that was the DJO one. So that had a bunch of the characters from the High Republic Adventures comics, but that was the one that I like. This is the mystery that I keep bringing up to everybody. At the end of that book, Yoda returns. Like, oh. and he's been missing for most of the, and he comes back and like, he says something to the effect of like, you know, to find out, you know, to like, figure out, you know, like we need to like look in the past. And then phase two starts. And I went into phase two. He shows up with somebody and the person is described as like somebody wrapped in bandages and a cloak, like no details. And I've been reading all of phase two going like, okay, which one of these people is going to end up being the person who comes back with Yoda? And I have two theories. Uh, And I guess it all depends on life expectancy. Because it's 150 years later. All right. I mean, you know, do you have any more final thoughts? You got anything else? Any theories? No, man. Good to go. I'm just excited to see what happens. It sounds like uh, a bunch of stuff might come out at Comic-Con. 
So I'm just going to ride the wave because one thing that I've like, I've really backed off from doing too much like theory Googling and spoiler Mm -hmm. Googling. Gotcha. Along the ride. (laughs) Fair. That's good. And this is a good ride to be along for because, I mean, everything has been amazing so far and I have the feeling they're building towards something pretty rad. Um, Can't wait. So, yeah. All right. I mean, real quick, tell everybody where they can uh, find you on lines again. All right. Cool. So podcast, Force Toast Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We have a website, forcetoastpod.com. Uh, we're mostly Twitter and Instagram. I am Slaya all day, and my co-host is Shut Up underscore Laura. Rad. You can find us at theroguerebels.com on all socials at the Rogue Rebels, except Twitter, which is cursed at Rogue Rebels fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for talking comics with me, Alice. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It was a good time. Hugs all around. Hugs. We need cool people in there. The hug republic. Represent the regular folk. (laughs) The hug republic has spoken for light and light. For control of the force itself.